Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations. With your host, James McLean. Welcome to the Gen Z Show. I'm your host, James McLam. Today's guest is Julie Nee. Julie Nee is a trainer and speaker with the John Gordon Company, who is one of the primary trainers for the Power of Positive Leadership Certification. But she's more than that, actually. She's now an author of a brand new book called Mirror Mirror. This is an amazing book where she talks about the the aspect of of shining of helping you um to find the real you and help you shine this book my friends if you're going to listen to our podcast today is really going to give you some tools with working with youth especially if you're a parent if you're a parent and you want to help your young person shine in life she takes that acronym uh the word shine and creates an acronym around it that is going to really give you a great a perspective on how to help that young person in your life, that child that you have, uh, the one that you're working with at your church group, or maybe you're a teacher and you're working with them, help them reach their maximum potential in life and help them shine. I love this interview. I really had a lot of fun with it. And you're going to really enjoy getting to know Julie and f- hearing her passion for helping folks maintain and build this positive mindset and this just really have being positive in it. So let's go to our straight to our recording with Julie Nick. Julie, welcome to the show today. Thank you for agreeing to be our guest today. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. You know, it's been almost a year since I was able to sit under your tutelage for a couple of days uh, under the power of positive leadership training and I must say that was very impressive. I, I appreciate everything that you did there. I did, and I've showed you this before. I took ample notes over those two day, uh, those t- that time together, probably more than I have on a live thing, and this was virtual. So thank you for the impact that you had on me there. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. And I'm so glad you took all the notes because really the key to success in delivering this work and any work is really all in the preparation. So that's part of your preparation, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. Well, I did enjoy it. I, I was probably one of the last minute people that I think I signed up like a day beforehand. Um, but I'm glad that I did. It was so much fun and, and so enjoyable. And the resources have meant a lot and, and really brought that book to life. And I'm sure we'll we'll have some time in our conversation today to maybe bring out that as well. But Julie, our audience heard me, uh, as they always do, introduce our guests and the introduction, but they love when our guests can just share a little bit about themselves. So if you wouldn't mind, introduce yourself to our Gen Z guests. Audience I sure will. So again, my name is Julie Nee and a little background about my career. My background is actually in sales and sales leadership. So I worked for the Hershey company selling chocolate and leading teams for 19 years and spent time kind of all over the U.S., um, really with working with incredible brands inside the Hershey world. So absolutely loved my career. And um, about, gosh, probably eight or nine years ago, one of my teammates, I was leading a team out West, and one of my guys actually gave me a copy of John Gordon's book, The Energy Bus. And he said, I really want you to read this book on your flight home. And so I did. I read the book on my flight home, and I was like, this is it. 
this is how I'm going to run my team. This is how everyone should be running their team. And I really started bringing those principles of the energy bus into practice with my team at Hershey. And what I saw when I did that is that not only could our team thrive when the business was good, so it's easy for all of us to do really well when the business is good, the sports are good, we're getting good grades, you know, all the things are going our way. But what I found is that we were able to thrive when the chips were down and when the business Mm. got hard. And honestly, uh, reading that book planted a seed inside me and a seed that really made me want to share the work in a bigger way. So I started building a relationship with the author, John Gordon, over a couple of years, over over a couple year period. And back in, gosh, 2015, I left the Hershey company after my 19 year career and I joined John Gordon. And when I joined, I really just started speaking about the energy bus. All I wanted to do at that time was do keynotes and speak about the energy Mm -hmm. bus. I wanted the world to hear that message in a bigger way. And so that's where it started. And then it started growing. Clients started asking for a workshop. Can you make me a workshop on the carpenter? Can you do a talk about the seed? Can you do something about winning the locker room? And so I started building all this content around a whole bunch of other products inside John's work. And then clients started asking for training. And so I worked with John and really presented this idea of, hey, our clients are asking for training and we should create it. And so John and I co-created the Power of Positive Leadership together. And we've been delivering that training publicly since 2019 together. And then I've also been delivering that privately to clients all over the U.S., And as you mentioned in the beginning, when we first started chatting, I also train trainers. So I certify others to be able to go out and deliver this work around the power of positive leadership as well. So yeah, that's kind of my career path. And I've been with John for about seven and a half years now, and I'm super passionate about this work around building positive leaders, building positive teams, building positive mindsets ourselves, Mm -hmm. because I see the difference it makes in individuals, teams, organizations, families, really everyone. I love that concept of building that positive mindset. And and like so many other people, the energy bus was my introduction uh, to John Gordon. I I really don't even recall how I found that. Uh, I I know it wasn't a recommendation. I think it was a search that I had to find. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was looking for content that could enrich me as I was working with youth and and doing very similar things that you do. I'm very passionate about equipping others to go out and work with youth. I like the train, the trainer part or or coach to coach part of of what I do. Mm -hmm. That, that actually has gotten me more excited in the last few years than the previous decade of going out and speaking and training. I enjoy that, but I really like this part of it better. It's, it's so much more. But his content, and, and as I read and listened, because I would also get the audio books, because uh, I was a junkie, so I'd, get, I'd read it, and then I'd get the audio books, and it was my way of getting my, making sure my son, was who was uh, in high school at the time, would actually engage, too. I'd get the audio books and let, make him, I said, which one did he start with, the training room? Uh, training camp. Yeah, training camp. I think that's yeah. the one he started with, yeah. My son too, actually. That's so really? funny. My son is 17 now, but he started with the training camp as well. So we, you know, I, we would go on, he would go with me on trips uh, sometimes, you know, a day trip or something. And instead of listening to the radio and what I wanted to listen to or a podcast I would listen to, he put his headphones in. I said, well, you can do that, 
but you have to listen to this. You know, otherwise you got to listen to what dad listened to. He's like, that's not that's fair. So I was funny. like, well, when you get to be a dad, you can determine what you're, what's fair for your son. Right now, it's my call. So he would be oh, like, I oh, love right. that. I love that. Hey, you got to do what you got to do because let me tell you, I try to get my kids to read and they don't, they're mm-hmm. not huge readers and I'm a huge reader, but I just have to kind of keep pushing it, keep pushing it and encouraging it for sure. But I love this concept, the, the concepts that, that Gordon has has woven into his books, built upon the energy bus with, with having that positive mindset. It's something that really is lacking in young people today. I think it's always been lacking in certain levels, but it's been amplified. We're, we're seeing it more now than before. Yeah. But I, and I think some, it's honestly not just young people. I think everyone yeah. is struggling with um, kind of that mindset and mentality and whether we want to acknowledge it or talk about it um, out loud. And I don't mean we, us, I mean, we, the collective, um, the last few years have been hard on a lot of people, yeah. especially young people, especially young people. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think my son and your daughter are, are about the same age. Were they, was she a junior in 2020? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, she's a freshman in college now, so. <laughs> I'll say. Yeah. yeah. She may have been a sophomore then in, in 20 yeah, years. Okay. That, my son was a junior then, and I think that class, mm-hmm. that spring of, of their junior year all the way into their senior year, I think it has affected their mindset as much as anyone because they, that last year and a half of school, if we think back, is so oh, impactful. It sets you up for life in either a negative mm-hmm. or a positive way, and for them, it was such a, a uncertainty um, yes. and educators, many of them were doing the best they could do in the circumstances that were presented to them, but you know, it's really messed with their mindset. So I really appreciate the work that you guys do and, uh, and, and doing this, not only of, of training leaders, but how it filters out to, to everyone. So I, I really, oh, yes, of course. Yeah. But you've got something that you've got coming up pretty quickly. You've got your own book coming out. So tell us about that. You, you, you shared with me a little bit about it and it got me excited. And that's I wanted to, I wanted our audience to hear it as well. Super. So I'm going to show you just an author's proof copy. It's not the final <laughs> final, uh, but here it is. And I, you can kind of see a little bit of a glare. That's a better view of it. Um, it's called Mirror Mirror. And the subtitle is Five Reflections to Clear the Fog and Help You Shine. And really, if you kind of can immerse yourself in this idea of the mirror and the way we look at ourselves in the mirror, the way we speak to ourselves in the mirror, um, what our kind of reflections and interactions in the mirror do to start our day and really impact how we go out into the world. So really the whole book is about knowing yourself, loving yourself and being able to ignite that light within and shine that light on a dark world. You know, when you're, when you start writing a book and you and I've been on this, uh, on this journey at the same time, it starts with a passion, a desire, a, a, a desire to, to solve a problem. So what were you seeing that you felt like, you know, mirror, mirror could help people solve? Really what I see is people who are down and depressed and people who are not kind to themselves or others, honestly, mm. and people that just really aren't making choices that are gonna help them live their best life. And when I say live your best life, that could be achieving your goals, 
at work or in sports or with friends or whatever, but it really could just, it, it could be anything to help you elevate, like get out of being stuck and help you grow and elevate. And I created an acronym for the word shine for the book. And so the acronym really is the framework for the whole book. And it starts with S and S is for smile. So inside that smile section is all kinds of research and insight around not only the power of smiling and what it does for inside your brain in terms of the chemicals that are released when you smile, but also research and action items around smiling at yourself. Because when we smile at ourselves in the mirror, it actually, we, it, those our mirror neur neurons in our brain kick in and it starts to make us feel happier and feel less depressed when we actually smile at ourselves. And then also inside that, that section around smiling is the way we speak to ourselves in the mirror. So how do you start your day? Like, and I, and I'm, I'm a girl, so I'm just going to speak like I'm speaking to a girl, but like, good morning, gorgeous. How are you today? Like, that's like, exactly really the way I start my day. Too. <laughs> oh my God. Good morning, handsome. Right. But, <laughs> but seriously, like saying good morning to yourself and speaking nice words to yourself in the mirror. So inside that kind of smile section is all this stuff around speaking life to yourself. Because honestly, when most of us land in front of the mirror, and, and if you think about young people, they land in front of the mirror and they're, it's all about, I don't have enough this, or she's got more of that, or I wish, you know, I wish all the things that are different than what I'm actually looking at. But really, how do we learn to love ourselves as we are and speak those words into ourselves? And there's a little section in this, in the smile section around being your own autocorrect. You know, we all have these devices in our hands all the time and we're on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and texting and all the things that we do with our phone. And the phone is autocorrecting for us all the time to what it thinks we want, right? But now I want us to be able to autocorrect ourselves. Mm -hmm. When you start to say stuff to yourself, like I'm ugly, like just autocorrect that to I'm unstoppable, whatever you, whatever it needs to be. But really, I, I just want people to be able to elevate their mind and speak to themselves like they love themselves. So that's the S. Well, that, you know, um, and I love that you started off with that because that's something that we uh, at, at Gen Youth are really, really passionate about is, is, is teaching the power of positive affirmations to young people. And yes, it works. The, it yes, works there's all kinds of stuff about writing your own affirmations. Absolutely. Listen, yes. As 11 year old, my, do my daughter, she's 13 now, I ran off the copy of the affirmation sheets in our youth coaching program and I said hey you need to do this and I taped it up on her and she would just give me that look and then all through her 12 year old year she's like giving me that look like why are you doing this this is this is so stupid why are you doing this if the sheet that I pulled off with all the affirmations is gone but in its place there are colored sticky notes that she did herself mm. and colored pencil and markers all around her mirror now that says, I am this, I am that, I am yes. this, I am that. And, yes, and I Dave, am, as if it's already true. That's the idea, right? 
And I learned, I heard Dave Ramsey, I was at a meeting one time with Dave Ramsey and he was talking about his daughters and something he had learned from Zig Ziglar that he had taught them to respond, what is a Ramsey girl? And they would say pretty and smart. And this was oh. something they started real early. So from very early on, I would go to my daughters and I would say, what's a McLam girl? And they would say pretty and smart. And, you know, he, then he would talk about, Hey, and it worked. My daughters are have last names now because they married ugly boys, but they are both pretty and smart. And that's the same way. I've got a 23-year-old and a 13-year-old, and they are pretty and smart. And mm -hmm. I believe a lot of it is because of how they carry themselves with their smile, as you say, helping them shine. Yes, but they believe it, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, and they you do. can't, you're not going to believe it if you don't first speak it into existence. You have to speak it first before you can believe it. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that's the S. The H is harmonize. And harmonize is really all about dreams, words, actions in alignment. So if I say I want to write a book, for example, I want to write a book, but I don't spend any time typing actual words. I'm just all talk and no action, right? So it's about having the actions match the words. I want to get into XYZ college. Okay, well, are you studying for the SATs? Are you writing a good essay? Are you reaching out to the admissions officer? What are you doing to be in alignment with what you say you really want? Mm. And it goes for relationships too. You know, this girl is my best friend. Okay, well, how do you show it? What kind of actions are you bringing to that person? Or I love my parent or I love my child. Okay, well, if you love that person, how are you treating them? So that harmonized section is really all about bringing alignment to what you say you want and, and who you are and, and what you actually do. So bringing those things together. And the I is all about impact. So really inside that impact is taking a good look in the mirror and having a little bit of self-awareness. So it's interesting. There's a statistic and I'm not going to get it exactly perfect here, but the statistic is close to this. 90% of people think that they have high level of self-awareness, but 10% actually do. So it's some kind of crazy gap between what we think we know about ourselves and what we're bringing to the world and what we actually are. So inside this impact section is make, really taking some time to reflect and know who you are and what you're bringing. Like the asking the question, what's it like to be on the other side of me at work, mm. at home, with my friends, all the things, and then making an intentional choice. The other part of impact is kindness. So kindness to self, kindness to the world, bringing kindness to yourself in the world. And how how do you go through that? Well, I, I want to go back on that one. On the self-awareness, how do how do you get from the 90% to the 10%? So I'm listening. I'm thinking of a teenager right now that's, that's thinking, hey, I can bring all this and stuff, and they maybe not have that awareness. What, what, what are some practical ways that they could do that? I think, honestly, one of the first things to do is to pause and reflect. What am I bringing to this situation? And again, asking that question, what's it like to be on the other side of me? And, 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 and not just racing through to get the answer, but really slowing down and saying, huh, I wonder what's really happening there. And asking mm -hmm. others, like, how did you receive me in that moment? And I, I share a bunch of examples in the book on times when I actually was bringing something that I wasn't aware of until someone told me, like someone corrected me. And, and there's one particular story where I was being recorded for a, um, 
sales training exercise in Hershey. And this was very, when I was much younger, like definitely the age of the students and, and young people that you're impacting. And they were, they were filming us as part of a customer role play. And I said something so stupid. Basically, I wasn't listening at all to what the other person was saying, but I would have never known it if there wasn't video evidence. Wow. And when they replay that video and I, and I asked the person a question and, and she said, oh my gosh, it was awful, blah, blah, blah. And I said, great, what about me? You know, and just presented my own thing. It was like, I was so focused on my own thing that I didn't even open my eyes and, and ears and listen. So I think getting the first thing is getting still with ourselves and asking some questions about how we think that we're impacting others in the world. Ask it of ourselves, ask it of others. Mm. Um, but I think the other thing with impact is um, really just being aware and, and, and every time there's a situation, so the, let's just say everything's blowing up, you know, where our team is in disarray and everything is blowing up instead of going immediately outward. Well, it's her fault. It's his fault. It's the coach's fault. It's the, this person's fault. It's that department's fault is before you point outward, always look inward first. What is my role in this situation? What is my accountability and responsibility to whatever's going wrong here? And accept that and acknowledge it first and then look outward. Wow. I love that. You, you have no idea the, the things that are going on in my head right now. And I'm just trying to lay it out because I'm like, I want to get the N and E. Otherwise, we would be on a tangent on the eye for the next hour and a half, and I don't want to do that. So what is what is N? Share with us. Okay, so N, we're coming into the last couple. So N is nourish, and that probably is feels maybe a little bit self-explanatory, but you've heard all the expressions around put your oxygen mask on first, you can't pour from an empty cup, all those things. It's really around nourishing to flourish. So if you are tired, burned out, depleted, just your tank is completely empty. You can't possibly positively impact the people around mm -hmm. you. So it's about really knowing yourself well enough to know what nourishes you. So just because something nourishes you doesn't mean it's the same thing that is going to nourish me. So knowing ourselves well enough to know what feels good and what we can do to fill ourselves up. So then we can fill up others. And there's, there's a lot of things inside that, that section around even just the willingness to say no, if it's not a, like a absolutely yes, it's a no, right. And how to say no lovingly, like, and with a boundary, nope, I'm not free Friday night. That's it. No excuses, no stories. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I hope you can find it. You know, none of that, right. Just it's a no. Can't do it this time. Hopefully next time. That's it. So really being able to say no so you can say yes to the things that you're exactly. really excited about. At the end of the at the end of uh, tomorrow's youth and stuff is the one of the closing chapters is on investments. And the very first one is investing in yourself if you're going to work yes. with you. Investing in yourself. So when you said that, I, when you said nurse, you started jumping in that. I was like, oh my gosh. It's like. Yes. Same thing. Like you said, if you're talking about an investment, right? 
what are the deposits you're putting into the bank account, right? Mm -hmm. And the deposits have to be higher than the withdrawals or you're going to go into overdraft protection. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's the same thing, right? And then- And I lastly, use that analogy that you just said about pouring out the cup. You know, when I do a workshop and we talk about investing in yourself, I say, if you've got a pitcher full of water and you were going to fill everybody's glass here, how long before you got to refill it? You can't just keep that. pouring out or else you, nobody's going to get a lot. If you're going to give everybody something, you've got to stop, go back to the sink, fill it back up and then go back again. Same with you. You can't keep pouring into youth. You can't keep pouring in. Even as a parent, you cannot keep pouring into your children and, and trying to create positive children in a negative world. Mr. Ziegler wrote a book back in the late 80s, Raising Positive Kids in a Negative World. You cannot continue to do that unless you're taking time. What a novel concept for a parent to say, I need some time away to refuel. Mm. Totally. And I think, you know, for so many of us, and especially women, and this is just the st statistics, not my own opinion, but especially women, we pride ourselves on being selfless. And I'm going to do everything for everyone until I'm like laying on the floor dying. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's not helpful. That's not helpful to our kids. That's not, it's, it's just not helpful to anyone. So to your point, we got to do something before that pitcher gets empty, yeah. know what we need and refill it before it gets empty, because we want to be pouring out on people from our already full cups, not from mm. one that's just like in its final drops, right? So mm. yeah, anyway, and the E coming to the end of the SHINE acronym, the E is elevate. And that's really about your mind, but also about who you surround yourself and what you're doing to grow yourself. So you've all, we've all heard the expression from Jim Rohn probably a thousand times, but we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. And not only people, but who do you follow on social? What TV shows do you watch? What do you read? All the things that we consume, that's part of who we become. And I've had so many people say, oh, social media is so negative. It's so negative. Well, it's negative if you choose to make it so, but it can be so positive. And really what I recommend is, and especially for the young people that you're working with, unsubscribe, unfollow, mute, unsubscribe, do what you need to do to make your social media feed something that nourishes you. And something that's positive, because I got to mm -hmm. tell you, my social media is awesome. Like, I love it. It's so positive. And I and I choose not to I also choose not to engage in things that are going to be polarizing and controversial and whatever, because I'm just not going to I'm not trying to ignite something that's negative. I, I have no interest in that. And I make a choice about that. So we can all choose the people we surround ourselves, the things we surround ourselves with and what's in our social media feed. So I think it's really important to do things like that, to keep ourselves positive because so many times we have to protect our own energy. There's so much negativity coming at us and uh, somebody used the language um, keyboard courage, right? People say mm. the worst things uh, behind the keyboard that they would never say to you to your face. But we don't need that. We need to get away from that. And we need to make sure that our feed is full of positivity and optimism and things that are going to make us feel good, not suck the life out of us. Yeah. So and the other part of Elevate is, of course, always learning and growing. And 
just how are we getting just a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better every single day. And you and I both know because we're in this space of personal growth and development, but there is more information in the world for free than there ever has been in, in our lifetimes. I mean, the, the amount of things that you can get on even just YouTube, I mean, yeah. YouTube and TikTok, just those two alone, you can pretty much learn how to do almost anything at no cost. And if you and do to your point spend- that YouTube and TikTok are the most uh, searched, most yeah. used search engines by those under 25, more yes. than Google. They'll go yes. to TikTok or YouTube before they will Google, which, you know, for those of us who are a little older, we're like, that doesn't make sense to me. But I do do it on um, YouTube. I'll admit that. I'll go and search an item out if I want to get something going. But I would never go to TikTok to search out something. I mean, I was just. I, but your your point is right, because my kids, that's where my kids go. That's where my daughter mm-hmm. goes. She's 19. So, but but the thing is, they can learn anything. How to blank. And you can learn anything for free. So there's really no excuse for not learning and growing, for staying stuck, because there's just, there's just everything is at your fingertips. And if you do want to spend a little money, boy, you can do master classes. You can go to conferences. You can join mm-hmm. virtual events. You can do all kinds of things. So my thought is, why wouldn't you find a way to grow, really, in a way that works for you? And I, I have my own personal... Uh, but it's not budget because it that, that means that there's a limit, but there is a because there's really not a limit, but it is a that, that I'll invest into things that I know are mm-hmm. going to enrich me, uh, even if I don't use them in a practical sense, like going out and, and doing uh, Enneagram training or something. But I still wanted to learn about that concept as much as I could even though I have no desire to go out and teach others about it or, or, you know, become certified. I want to learn as much as I can on on those types of personalities working with it. So I do appreciate that. And the elevators, going back to that friend part, that's a tough thing for young people to understand that the people that they hang around are directly influencing them. Well, yeah, of course. And think about all these young people that hang out with people that are critical of them Mm -hmm. and that are bringing them down. We need people who are believing in us and pouring into us and lifting us up and saying, I believe in you. You go get that girl. You know, I know you can do it, whatever it is. Or come on, man, let's go. You know, that that's what our young people need. They need friends that will elevate them every single day. And they should be elevating their friends too. It goes mm-hmm. both ways, right? I was working with uh, some parents that were, were having difficulty with their son work his friendships and stuff. And they were asking for advice. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to coach them because I was too connected to the situation, but I told them I would just give them advice. And their son was involved with groups that they were not approved of. And his Mm -hmm. rationale was I can be the light to that group. Isn't that what we're called to do as Christians to be the light to that group. And I had to talk with him about this and say, okay, yes, but are you in a position to be the, to have the leadership and the influence of that group, or is that group influencing you? And and that was where the thing was, he was giving himself this mindset of I'm going to be the influence when in reality, that's not what was happening at all. It was the other people he was hanging out with that was influencing him. So understanding the Mm -hmm. power of people and how they work with you is so critical. 
Yeah, and environment absolutely matters in, in this instance. But I, I got to say, I love inside that story that this young man was making an intentional choice to to be a light. And, well, that's what you know, he said he was doing. I, I, I think that was his rationale for hanging out with them. I don't think he was really talking with it. He was really pouring into the group as okay. much as that group was overwhelming him. Um, yeah. He... But the good thing was, is he understood kind of what his potential was and what he could do. He just was not, had the awareness, the self-awareness to see that, you know, he's not, uh, he's not being the influence in that group. They are him. So, you know, yeah. we need to take him back up to I. So, you know, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He needs to step into a new group for a little while and make sure he's elevating himself. Absolutely. Yes. So when you were going through this, I was thinking, what a great thing to be able to present to parents on how to make your child shine. Um, mm, what I a concept. That. Yeah, I, I just was going through it. It's like this, this could be some processes that to, that to provide parents with a another tool in their toolbox, you know, Hey, I want my, here goes, I always say, Hey, I want my kid to shine, but they're often talking about on the athletic field or academics or arts, you know, the three A's that's where they want them to shine, but that's not necessarily in life. And this is going to, is, is more of an internal, you know, creating the, the kind of person that they need to be. It, it really is. And I'm asking people inside this book to really take time. I mean, there are sections in the book that I call reflections and I'm asking people to write something down or think about something or whatever that they can come back to. So this is just not a like, oh, I read it, I'm done. And mm-hmm. I'm going to put it on the shelf. I really want people to be using these things because this kind of personal development and personal growth work, it's never a one and done. I mean, I believe in it with every bone in my body and I have been doing this work for seven and a half years and I still have to work at it. And I still have to remind myself all the time to speak kind words to myself and to intentionally nourish myself and not do everything for everyone and not let myself get depleted. And, you know, some of the things inside there and and different parts are going to Uh, be more of a gaping hole for others than they are for me and for you and vice versa. But hopefully everyone can pick up, you know, maybe a couple of nuggets along the way. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. And and I think, you know, what's disappointing, this is kind of a tangent, but it was disappointing for me is, is that because you and I are in this space, we've got so much that we work with. I wish I had had these kind of tools when my kids were young, so I could have laid out this plan to have trying to do it instead of learning known to go. Uh, and yeah. and now you're providing a, a resource that they can, you know, see on the, on the front end, how can I make them shine? How can I, how can I help them shine and be the light that they want to be in the world, the light that they're called to be in the world? Um, yes, ooh, absolutely. Stuff. And, and, you know, we, we know as parents too, sometimes it's just small things here and there. Sometimes this littlest things are the most powerful things. So, you know, you talked about at the beginning that you love affirmations just as much as I do. I mean, Mm -hmm. I see videos on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, and they go viral about little toddlers standing in front of a mirror with their parent saying, 
I am strong, I am kind, I am whatever. But it, that's just a simple thing. It could be three things or five things or whatever that these young people start saying to themselves when they're so small, just like the Dave Ramsey example you used as well. But it, it, you know, we, they don't have to eat the whole elephant, you know, whether it's this or all the personal development work that we all do. Nobody has to eat, eat the whole elephant at a time. Just pick one thing or three things or a few things and just try and dabble and then pass those things on to your kids. I mean, this, these things work for anyone at any age, really. You, when you said that about the, some, you know, on YouTube or so in it, um, in our youth workshops that we do, there's a section on self-image where we talk about affirmations and, and, and talking to yourself and positive affirmations. And we show, and I believe this is the clip we're talking about, the clip of Jessica doing the affirmations where she's standing on the sink. Is that the one yes, that's one. Yeah. Yep, that's one of them I've seen. Yeah. I love my life. You know, and then she's stomping around and jumps off the thing. And, you know, so we show that and then we have, well, we're supposed to have the, the, the next session is to engage the youth to do that kind of thing in their place. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it falls flat, depending on how it's presented. Because you, you think it's kind of stupid, you know. What is you? I'm not going to stand up and do. It. But sometimes they get encouragement. It's fun to see, but it works. It does work. It does. And here's the thing with anything like that. Of course, it feels stupid at first. But if you just let it be stupid and do it anyway. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and do it for a week, do it for a month, do it for however long and see how it makes you feel. If it doesn't work for you, great, move on to something else. But I have a strong hypothesis that anyone who tries this will feel better after some period of time that they decide, a week, a month, whatever it is, and just do it every single day. Every time you land in front of that mirror, say those kind words to yourself. And, and guess what? You and I are not alone in all this. There's like, like you said, Jessica on the YouTube video, but a million other, there are a million other examples of people who have used affirmations and recommended affirmations be stuck to your mirror in some mm -hmm. way. So this, this is not unstudied, <laughs> uh, yeah. an, an, an unstudied action. This is something that has been researched and studied by so many psychologists and also written about in so many books. So it's a proven strategy to really work on your mind and about and work on the way you feel about yourself deep inside through this these affirming words yeah and, and it's not a new concept either i mean no. mr ziggler was writing about this concept in the 60s he would readily have said if he was alive today it's not something i came up with it's come up with stuff it's all the way back into you can find elements of this in the bible that of yes. of talking about it as well i mean psalms proverbs just it pours out these types of things to you. So it's, it's, it's an ancient, yes, you know, philosophy that, that works and, and, and for us to dismiss it just because we're cynical. Right. Um, Don't knock it until you've tried it. Right. 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 It, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know some folks may look at, so oh, you can take it a little bit too far. You need to put it narcissistic about it, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about just daily making your starting your day in that positive manner to 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 launch it in the right way. Uh, I love yes. this. I love this concept of shine. I love the, this. Yeah, this uh, ooh, you've got me thinking a lot of stuff here. I was like, mm, shine and parents helping kids reach their light. I, you know what? I appreciate your insight because honestly, conversations like this. 
um, make me think about the work in a different way because I, I hadn't really thought about this as something for parents per se. I thought about it more for individuals. You know, I just, mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking about it as a family tool. So it's cool when someone from the other side, not my same lens, uh, brings a, a fresh idea and approach to something. And I think that's the great thing about really just human connections and conversation for all of us. Like, what can you learn through a conversation about yourself, about a new tool, about something, and maybe together you make it even better? You know, we're always better together. So thank you for exactly. that insight. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And and I do believe I'm not just, you know, providing lip service here. There's a lot of notes again <laughs> as I'm writing these things down uh, about you know how this can be implemented with not only youth, but for those who work with them. I mean, teachers could use this resources as well. Mm -hmm. Coaches can use this as an aspect of it. There's so many different layers that can be added to this uh, going forward that that is very exciting on this. So how can our uh, when can our audience? That's a good, better question. When can our audience see this? Uh, okay, so the official launch date is April 8th, which just happens to be my birthday. So I wanted my book birthday and my birthday to be on the same date. Um, but really, it'll probably be live on Amazon by April 1st. So we'll, we'll just we'll just say we'll say April 1st and Amazon will be the place to get it. Um, obviously, I can see you have my website up as well, uh, julienee.com. But I will also have mirrormirrorbook.com that will be just exclusively the book website. So uh, either one of those will be a place to find information about the book. And then again, of course, if you just search Mirror Mirror in Amazon, it should be easy to find as well. And for those of you who are listening or, or viewing and you maybe didn't catch all that information, we're going to put all that in the show notes. So if you're on YouTube, obviously just look in the show notes. If you're listening, look on your favorite app. Uh, and whatever app that you're listening to this from, and you'll see it in the show notes, direct links that you'll be able to get to her website and to this. So well, if they want to engage with you in other matters, is there places they can find you in the social media world that you that you engage folks in? Yes. So of course on LinkedIn, just Julie Nee, but then on Twitter and Instagram at Julie Nee 108. So okay. if you can remember my name, Julie Nee and then 108. And yeah. All right. Well, Julie, thank you for this. I really am more excited about the book now because uh, of, of the applications that I can see and how it can impact future generations if these current generations will just invest in it and, and digest the content of it. And of course, I'm a big fan of, of, of anagrams that are, that are sticky, that are easy to use, like Shine. I really love yeah. that. Thank shine you. glue there's another one that i really that's like. right i know i know there's i mean there's so many talented people out there including yourself who are oh, writing sure. great books and creating great content and i'm just privileged to hopefully be a small part of whatever impact this book can bring to the world so yeah well julie thank you for being our guest and thank you to thank you. the audience for sticking with us. Uh, listen, audience, I say this every week, but you folks really know this is true. Someone that you know needs to hear this episode, needs to learn this content. So please like, share, and comment on this, and we'll see you again next week on our show. Thank you for joining us on the Gen Z Show and being a part of our community. 
Please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Follow us, too, on Instagram and Facebook to get weekly updates. Until our next show, have a blessed day.